2: Hey there, I'm Steph. And I'm Simon. And welcome to The Food Fight, where we offer a different perspective on food culture issues around Australia and the world.
0: We'll talk with chefs, producers, business owners and experts to hear their stories and find out what makes them tick.
2: This is a Small Bites episode, where we chat about how Australia and the UK do food differently. Alright, welcome to another episode of the Food Fight Podcast. My name's Steph Postuma with Simon Evans. Hi. So we're going to film these ones. Don't know whether or not to look at the camera, Simon. We're yeah, not yeah. supposed to look at the camera, let's just talk to each other. Talk to you my but eyes. um. We're going to start doing some video content now, so mm. fun, fun for all the family, fun yeah. for everyone. Uh, and we'll chuck that on our YouTube channel and onto, I don't know, I, in, IGTV, IGTV yeah. and stuff
0: like that. Apparently the algorithm is much better if you do reels and IGTV. Yeah, I right? Oh, okay, so, cool.
2: Well, yeah. we want to get more listeners and things like that, so this is our 2021 goals is starting mm. to do and, some and, video and content. now. Watchers. Watchers exactly. and, watches yeah, and listeners. It's all about we'll, the watchers. We'll, we'll take you all. We want to addict people to the food fight like they're addicted to their phones and just stop yeah. them from enjoying the other things yeah. in life. Contributing um, to the content emporium that is Instagram yeah, and the internet. And YouTubes. All right. That's enough of that. We decided that today we're going to talk about uh, the differences between food and food culture in the UK mm. and Australia. It's going to be a short, snappy Small bite segment, um, and we were just then talking about what Simon had for breakfast to get the levels on the mics, and he said that he had a tartine, which is yeah. what the fuck's a tartine? Well, it,
0: it's like an open sandwich. It's like, like a single piece of bread with the filling just on top. Right. But it's, it's something my dad used to make. He didn't obviously know it was a tartine at the time. He just thought it was a slice of bread with, with a bit of ham on top. Right. Later in life, I learned it was a tartine. But it's just, it's just one of my little my little favourite snacks.
2: So just because you don't have another piece of bread on top of it, it's no longer a sandwich.
0: Well, it's well, yeah, I think it, like the definition sandwich, I think you need two slices of bread, we need have two slices of bread. all
2: well, all three. What's well,
0: the, um, the club The club yeah. The club sandwich
2: Well they've got the open sandwiches in. They've got the smorbrots And those types of things In Denmark And yeah. uh, Scandinavia and things yeah, yeah, and It's no, a different you, type you, of thing You can still find them Can you um, find So what, is that like a thing In European food? No, country? no
0: I think this is literally I've never seen anyone else do this oh. we're like we're, With ham like, like I'm sure people do It's literally just like A weird Evans family thing That I right. still do at 33 Cool um, But yeah But sandwiches in general So
2: that's your typical breakfast Ham cheese, well, tomato, yeah, tartine. Yeah, like,
0: well, I'm, I'm not really a breakfast kind of guy. Yeah. No, Work no. late. Like, breakfast would be later anyway than me. What, what time do you like, normally have breakfast? I, don't, I normally don't really have breakfast. I like, go straight to
2: lunch. Well, what's lunch?
0: Uh, between like 3 and 6 p.m. <laughs> like, <laughs> like my, my rhythm's all fast. That's not like, breakfast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm completely. But mm-hmm. I'll have dinner at like 10 p.m., 11 p.m. Or yeah. like, you know, the other night I had dinner at 1 a.m. Because I've been working Weird. all night. So. I went to
2: um I went to LP uh, no no I went to Continental um Delhi the other mm. day after radio on a um Thursday shout out to Ser Radio you can listen to me on the Thursday mm. daily now yeah nine a.m. till twelve on, on to Ser 107.3. seven point three um man the sandwiches were so fucking good there at Continental yeah. like and I love the attention to detail like the meatball sandwich like she just kept on grating that like Parmigiano onto the meatballs Sports. and like it just didn't stop and was just like this is great mm. and then um. The other one that we had was hamon, butter, and tomato, and that was it, but yeah. it was just like really nice ingredients and nice sea salt on the tomato, good mm. quality butter, really fresh, nice bread. Um, absolutely delicious. So there's something in a good sandwich, and for those out there that don't know, I'm a sandwich artist from way back in the day. Oh, um, yeah. One of the family businesses was Rolls Choice in Canberra. <laughs> Shout just out to Rolls Choice. My mum started man. it in Canberra oh, at the beginning of the 90s or the end of the 80s or something and ended up with five shops... Doing gourmet singers around Canva? just do a pop-up. I know. I want to do a pop-up and bring back the old yeah. Rolls-Royce menu. I'll, I'll come help. Yeah. I'll, I'll consult. Come down. I'll oh, consult, mate. <laughs> what do I need? I don't know. We, we've got the menu. We've got the Jaguar. <laughs> the we've got the set. Mercedes. <laughs> we've got the Spitfire. What else we would put on there? We'd put on the Rolls-Royce, of course. Right. we the have it, it was
0: all cars.
2: All the Rolls were named after cars. The bagels were trains. The focaccias were planes. And the, we had Bakes Buds, too, and they were motorbikes. That's the Vespa was the most uh, popular baked hilarious. spud That was good, man <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> Shout out to Rolls-Royce, shout out to Canberra Everyone um, who remembers it
0: you don't, you don't see many sandwich shops in Australia
2: You don't really, no. do you? Like, do you see a lot of sandwich shops in the UK? We well, yeah. got Pret-a-Manger well,
0: we, like, And even uh, uh, Gregg's do great sandwiches And it's a, it's a, it's a beloved chain Is Gregg's a servo? No, it's like a bakery Oh, like okay. so you know like, uh, like Baker's Delight here Imagine that, but with good stuff
2: Right and and sandwiches.
0: Uh, yeah, so there's sandwiches, good like pastries, sausage rolls, sweet pastries. You can still buy a loaf of bread and stuff. I, and I, it's just really good and
2: really fucking cheap. I never knew why um, Pret never. Like put something in Australia. Like it yeah. seems like an almost like a foolproof business idea well, for those yeah, who yeah. don't know. Tell us what Pret is for those well, who don't know.
0: It's a fancy bakery sandwich shop. Like it's it, it's but it's is, all just grab and go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's that's what it comes under. In the UK, there's a lot of grab and go places. Yeah. Even yeah. like supermarkets have like a much better range of grab and go stuff and, and you know, better quality, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. am not sure whether that there is there is a lot of grab and go stuff, isn't there? Yeah. And I that's think good. That might. Be, yeah. Yeah. It's, it is great. I think maybe it's it's it is a sort of culture thing where people are a bit more bit more busy and on the go in the uk compared to australia where it's a bit more laid back because because <laughs> it's much better yeah, people are here. busier and more on the go well, well yeah but i mean the, but like i mean that's slightly stereotypical
1: because it <laughs> there just doesn't mean anything better. that's not true but um
0: there's just more <laughs> it's more of that kind of thing so you just get better sandwiches everywhere yeah, interesting okay. like like it's, you can't really but then yeah but like i mean pret's a pretty good chain overall mm. like it's quite quite speno yeah, or, or No
2: it's not What do you mean They're like what yeah, Like 2-3 pounds Of fucking That what, it was
0: expensive Back in the day But he Greggs like 1 pound 50 For a nice big Chicken sub thing mm, Greggs And then it was 55 I think it might even Still be 55 pence For a saucer roll <laughs> Greggs like, Yeah, yeah Greggs is great It's <laughs> a point where the UK government changed like the tax laws to do with like takeaway or hot food or something. And it meant that a Greg's sausage roll was going to go up by like 15 pence and there was fucking uproar in the country. <laughs> of course there was. And so they literally changed the tax law to incorporate to whatever it was. Greg's yeah, ba- basically, roll. so it could stay at 55 pence. <laughs> like that's, Unbelievable. That's how beloved they are. Um, yeah, just one, of the, one of the many differences in food culture between the city. I reckon UK we, could and do a whole, we could do a
2: whole episode on sandwiches. But let's move mm. on to other other differences in in sort of like food availability at like, you know, just simple restaurants. Well, restaurants in general, but like simple stuff. But like one thing that Simon keeps banging on about, audience out there, he won't shut up about I, it. I bang on all that stuff. Is how um, he just thinks that the curries that are available in the UK are just yeah. just overwhelmingly more. Um, yeah. They are better are. than better than Australian curries. They, they are. It's they are.
0: Like so, there's. So, I'll, but I'll, I need I'll, to know how. I will preface this with um, sort of Thai, Chinese, Japanese food is way better here, right? Um, and it, I think it basically comes down to immigration and time. Like there was a massive amount of uh, Indian immigration um, in you know, the eighteen hundreds and going back further, um, and a lot of kind of uh, rich British nobility would bring back um, you know Indian cooks maybe slaves you could maybe go so far as say mm. um so there's always been a, a, a strong link and a history of british people enjoying indian food and indian immigration for a few hundred years and so so the food so there's, i mean there's a reason there why the food is kind of better it still kind of makes no sense why it's it's hasn't like now with the age of information and we can get all these ingredients and and you know and immigration and, and you know movement is, is quite easy you but how tra- so how up.
2: traditional though, is is like Indian well, and Pakistani and stuffed food in the u k. as compared to what it is in you know, like regional India? because the the thing that I don't understand is like we have. First generation Indians mm. here like owning restaurants mm. and bringing back their recipes from home it's not like they've been bastardized by living in Australia for x amount of years yeah. and that's why the curry's not as good like so that's where i don't I, understand I think
0: a mix here it is very westernized curries right so when you see like you, you can basically got any any Indian restaurant, and you know there's going to be a korma, a tikka masala, yeah. a butter chicken. It's like it's, relatively generic. It's all, yeah. It's always going to be very generic. And I mean, if, I guess like if there's less Indian restaurants, there's less competition, and and that has a kind of spiking okay. quality. Yeah, interesting. Um, but the the history of Indian food in in the UK is kind of quite long now. Where like tikka masala is is a is a British Indian dish. Mm. Like it's it's kind of based on, and there is there is some some discussion about i think it was about five or six different indian restaurants in bradford which is like the, the brad yeah bradford in the north which is like the indian uh, restaurant capital of the uk right. i think about five restaurants there claim they invented it at some point tikka masala yeah but it is a very much is a british dish it's kind of based on chicken makani, like a kind of butter chicken um but it is a british thing it's 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 a dish that has been made by indian people in the uk and it and it, a couple of years ago I'm not sure who does this. I keep quoting this, and I can't remember who actually does this list. But they do a, a top ten or top hundred favorite foods in the UK, and tikka masala won it like a few times in a row a mm. couple of years ago. And and is is a, is a British classic. Mm. Like it, you see it, like like Weatherspoon's large pub chain have like a, a curry night every Wednesday, and heaps of pubs have curry nights. Yeah. Um, which is it, and like generally pretty good quality as well. Mm. Um and but that's that is just yeah, an absolute classic british meal. So it's just such a melting pot and an an amalgamation of things. Um the kind of british indian food is almost its own thing in a sense, obviously with roots tied. I mean like the first mission star indian restaurant was in London. Yeah, okay. For example. So um even that kind of you know, slightly more elevated cuisine has kind of been based in the UK.
2: Is there is there certain dishes and things that you see in the UK that just you just don't see here?
0: Uh, you don't see a booner. What's a booner? I can't really. It's like it's like different type of curry. Like you'd have tikka masala. You don't. You have your korma, and You have chicken booner.
2: You don't see a booner. <laughs> you don't see booner. I can't even remember what a booner is, but it almost
0: has like a
2: booner is a word we used to use for bogan's back in Kennebal yeah right when I was growing up. Booner like
0: a, grab a booner is almost like just like a <laughs> saying like and also there's like. Yeah. In which we have in <laughs> the UK doesn't seem to have here. In some Indian restaurants, stay up really late. So it's like you go out for your beers, and then at midnight you go to the Indian restaurant and you have a late night curry. Ooh. Like like that's the thing. Which is fucking. Yeah. It's just
2: nothing's ever open late here. It sucks. Yeah,
0: I mean cafes. Cafes close too early. Yeah. Um, all
2: right. Well, okay. Moving right along because this mm. is a Small Bites episode and we're going to get into some other stuff. But yeah. the other thing that you bang on about all the time, ad nauseum and never <laughs> fucking stop hearing about it, is how much better Welsh scallops are than Australian scallops. So you're not knowing this
0: things. I never said Welsh scallops. Or Scottish scallops. Scottish sorry. scallops. My yeah. bad. My bad. Yeah, My bad. Um, yeah it's just, it's just facts. So one. why are
2: they better? What's the difference? Um, why are they better?
0: The, I mean, temperature of the waters. Um,
2: but are they bigger? Like, are they just bigger, yeah, more like plump, they're, they're
0: like... They can be like I've seen scallops almost like the, like the size of that the diameter of that glass, like not far that's, off that. That's large. Yeah, like a, like a big scallop, like like maybe not quite as big as that. Right. But um, like almost as big as that. I wonder if they're a different breed.
2: There must be right? a different. Maybe I think th- I think species.
0: it's a, I think it's it's mainly the, the temperature. Like very cold, pure, crisp waters in Scotland, and I imagine there's some sort of salinity. And Surely that bit, like off the southern coast of Tasmania, we've got. I doubt it. There. It's like fucking real cold, in, in, yeah. and yeah, and cold. It's pretty arctic all, up there, isn't it? Kind of cold, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cold, kind of all year round. Mm. Um, so there's just it must be a tweak, but yeah, they're they're bigger. They're they're generally transported better. Like we used to get them air freighted from Isle of Skye in Scotland down to us, and sometimes it would still be twitching, like yeah. like they would like still like. Well go Is that where they
2: grow them Off the Isle of Skye? Sky
0: Yeah that's where That's where some of the best In, in the UK are I went to Isle of Sky Did a bit yeah, right. of hiking there 2019 Didn't did get, I, I don't know skulls. if I had scallops I
2: had langoustines I Had some good langoustine. langoustines we don't, That's great. something we don't see yeah, much yeah. of But I mean saying that
0: Like you, Australia has amazing Crayfish Shellfish Yeah um, Like you know, marrons Bugs um, yeah. Are just awesome mm. um, Like yeah Langoustines Langoustines are just a big Like a big juicy prawn Yeah Really um, mm. But yeah Like yeah I mean Maron is just stunning. Yeah, like we've got a lot. We've got a lot of I think um, um,
2: one thing you don't you don't see heaps of it used. You see a bit of it used, but yabby is a pretty cool Aussie yeah. thing that we don't see much of. It's,
0: used. Um, we use yabbies at Caro quite a lot, but it's it's hard to get decent yield, and they're quite right. ex- they're quite expensive for a small tail. A lot of processing. And for then a small tail. there's there's obviously meat in the claw, but it's really hard to get you like. I've very rarely been successfully. Maybe this is my technique, but I've tried many different ways to like get the meat out the claw in kind of one piece. Yeah, okay. like you, you end up with tweezers just like digging it out. Mm. So then, and then you, that's kind of hard to use. So right. it's a yield problem, and like there can be some quality issues. But when you get good good yabbies,
2: let's talk delicious. about other seafood differences. Obviously, here in Australia, we've got like this huge coastline with a massive diversity Mm. of marine ecosystems from tropical right down to like you know temperate and fucking just cold cold down south tassie and stuff like that Mm. so it's different all around the place and it's kind of we've got systems set up where you can get like everything really like decent quality if you live in a metropolitan area at least you can Mm. get coral trout from the great barrier reef and you can get you know whatever scallops and Abalone from down in Victoria or South Australia and all those sorts of things, like it's just a it's it's just a whole different sort of species set, really, isn't it? That was
0: one of the things when I first moved here was um, just like learning the names of the fish you can get here. Yeah, like it went went from this group of fish which I knew well to then and then even to the point where some fish that has the same name is a different species. Here compared to, to there, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like cod, snapper, and would, cod, yeah, and, snapper, yeah, yeah. It just gets used for so many different different things. Cod, cod. Um, so that, that was that was quite difficult because for one, it was learning little new names and then learning new techniques. Um, I think like this, the fish in, in the UK are all quite samey. There's lots lots of white fish, lots of oily fish, like slime like slime like, mackerel is pretty well eaten in the UK. Like most restaurants will have uh, mackerel. I mean, we we just call it mackerel. Um, and it is, it's, just, it it's a, a
2: different species of mackerel to blue, like our slimy mackerel, blue mackerel. Uh, sort of thing, it's, I, I mean, think.
0: It possibly they're, they're very similar. Yeah, they are quite similar. I think the, the quality of, of what we just call yeah mackerel in UK yeah. seems to be a little but bit. A it's little a bit a firmer. mackerel's
2: like pretty w- like widely eaten in the UK. Hey, yeah, yeah, like yeah, like, like, it's like, a popular like
0: from like gastro pubs to like Michelin star restaurants would have like, like a mackerel dish on. Yeah, um, you you got
2: fair. It seems to be a fair bit of flatfish like. Soul, yeah. like, and and those sorts of things. And you got like, I mean, we basically only really here have flounder that I've yeah, that I've yeah, seen, especially um, on the south coast.
0: There is we were getting some turbot, um, turbot. in recently. where um, do they get turbot? I'm not sure. I see a colder
2: water fish, right? Mm. Um yeah.
0: and it, it it does seem it's not as like turbot. When you take a fillet of turbot in the UK, it is thick. Yeah. And, and to the point where if you just see a fillet, you wouldn't assume it's a flatfish. Yeah. But then the, the turbot we're using here was a lot flat. We used to get beautiful baby turbots in, kind of like plate size, and mm. real fat by the neck. And they, they were awesome. Mm. Um, yeah, we, we, so we had flounder on at Bangalore recently, some um, some sand flounder and a different type of flounder. Mm. Um. But yeah, like yeah, things like like soul and place, um, John Dory, um, Turbot. Yeah, Turbot is seen as you know, one of the king, the kind of kings of fish. Yeah. in the UK, it's good um, stuff. But here, like like I'd never used things like cobia, yeah. um, or kingfish in the UK. The bigger pelagics. Uh, yeah, 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 and and cobia for me is is probably just probably my favourite fish. To Why? To work Tell us with. what you like about cobia. It's just got such a. It's such a pure, it's, it's got lots of flavor, but it's a very pure flavor. Yep. Um, and then just the texture of the meat is so meaty. And, um, but not uh, like, like something like monkfish, which again, you don't see too much here mm. um, along the UK. That has a kind of, um, it's real meaty and quite, and quite um, dense. Whereas Kobe is just, is just all fat. Mm. Um, so you, and, and you can cook it really kind of medium rare and it, mm. it comes out stunning like that or you can have it raw or you, you can poach it it's real versatile um, there's heaps of fat on it we used to make cobia fat mayonnaise which was delicious with all, all, all the trimmings and off cuts um, yeah just for me uh, sensational fish
2: nice like, yeah pro- probably
0: like if, if, I, if, I, if I moved back home I would miss using cobia okay and I would, I would be in the UK bitching about all the things you I do not get you, you don't see much of it at the fish
2: shop I, see no. it, I think you see it on menus quite a bit but like because it comes from sort of up north yeah a bit further and um I mean, you see it more on menus than not on that recognized by the shop. public no yeah because
0: i mean the what the, the, the best they call it black kingfish
2: yes yeah sort of a, yeah like a, a bigger pelagic yeah nice yeah firm um
0: flesh. so the, the 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 best ones are farmed um oh, which, okay. which makes them more sustainable up in kind of far north queensland
2: yeah right um and hence they have more fat when mm. they're farmed as well. So um, consider okay so we're speaking maybe we'll make this small bite, it's just a bloody UK versus Australia seafood off. chat but um, <laughs> let's talk about fish and chips because it's it's so weird like Australia. let's, Austra- let's talk fish and yeah, chips. Yeah, Australia seems to like you know we we're, we're a coastal mm. a coastal dwelling population and love a bit of fish and chips and stuff but you've got gripes with Australian fish and chips as well or the consistency well, Maybe
0: to be honest, it, I think it's more that There's some good fish and chip places in Wollongong But nothing that is great Yeah okay So um, it's more uh, probably more of a Wollongong problem I have, I've had some great fish and chips mm. um, I think Like I'm not completely sold on flathead I'd, I'd, I'd go as far as saying that flathead is generally the
2: um, The fish of choice For fish and chips here at, at, I reckon at pubs and stuff, yes, and at, and at restaurants like like bistros or whatever. Mm. But I think at fish and chip actual shops, I think that it's still a lot of the time it's 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 hokey and shit yeah. like that or yeah. Um, flake, yeah, still and most flake, of the time. Flake is a bit not a fan of flake. Nah. No, I've never had a good one anyway. Yeah, okay. Um, I like flake. I yeah, like I reckon flakes are mm, really good actually. But I'm
0: honest. not completely sold on whether f- flathead just seems too thin for me. To really be able to get the batter crispy and have the fish nicely cooked, I can. I can see Obviously, I can you haven't
2: come fishing with me, mate. Well,
0: yeah, get a couple of lizards. Get a couple of big lizards, mate. <laughs> you, you get the lizards. I'll bring, <laughs> I'll bring the batter. I actually caught some on the weekend. Yeah, my yeah. boat's my boat's going again. Maybe so maybe, we should, maybe we should do a, a fish and chip, uh, off or a, a, a trial run of different fish and different batters to finally find. We could do that. The best one. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. 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 We'll get the deep fryer out. I saw. Um,
2: what is? I don't know. Yeah, we'd have to check up. Like. But yeah, I think like when it comes to fish and chips here, it's like it is not very often where you get fish and chips from a takeaway shop. I think the takeaway shops let like themselves down in terms of quality on the Mm. whole. Like takeaway shops have decent fish and chips a lot of the time, but it's never like... This is fucking great fish and chips. Yeah. The chips are crispy. They're golden. They're fluffy in the middle. The, the batter on the fish is golden yeah. and also, firm not, and thick. And Not
0: many places that make their own chips. Actually, Fig Tree fish and chip shop make their own chips. Okay. And I think that makes a world of difference. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, to, okay. So okay, to, to me, that is what fish and chip chippy shops yeah. are like. Not the kind of uh, board in. Yeah, sometimes you get like gold, the weird golden ones. Yeah, yeah, the,
2: yeah the, the ones that are like yellow. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're,
0: they're a bit straight. Like, I, I, don't, I don't mind those chips, but I like the, the proper chippy ones. Yeah, but you so if you want to have good, And you can get great fish and chips. You have got to go somewhere that is, you know, set out to make really good fish and mm. chips. Whereas well, in the UK, it's kind of a bit better across the board. When I when I was chips, and yeah. and
2: there's always fish and chips on the menu. I mean, it is a pub staple here as mm. well, but it's sort of like. I don't really order it much at pubs here, Yeah. but in the UK, I was ordering fish and chips and it was always really good yeah. at pubs. Yeah. And I do love a little mushy pea within the fish and mushy chips. Mushy peas is good it's with not fish bad. and chips. Yeah. yeah, we don't yeah. do that here and at pubs or yeah. anything, but um, at the UK, it's a staple and yeah. it's good. Yeah, You're fresher. And i tell you what, fucking good tartar sauce makes a difference as well. I can't yeah. stand home. like Some, some store-bought a, one store-bought is just tangy. Yeah. And it's it's got it's sweet,
0: yeah, yes, yeah. It's got you feel like it's got heaps of sugar, heaps of vinegar to balance out of sugar, mm. and it's kind of poor quality vinegar, and it's yeah, it's got a it weird like
2: sauce. or Oh no, tang. we had it at the Illawarra the other day. I got pretty good fish and chips. Oh yeah, that no, it was great, good. Yeah, it, it was really good fish good. and chips. A yeah. fucking generous portion too. Yeah. Yeah. Hotel there, Illawarra on Kira Street. We'll down, down in
0: Berkeley, Aisha's. Okay, Aisha's. Good. We used to get um because they were out on the lake, so we used to go down there and get Illawarra mullet. Oh yeah, which was like three dollars a kilo. It was great. Can fun. you get it anymore? Still, uh, yeah. So certain time of year they'll yeah. have heaps down there, okay. and it's re- it's really good, really underrated fish around yeah. here. And it, like I said, it's like it's like three three bucks a kilo. Yeah, it's so good, ludicrous.
2: But um, the thing about the thing that made the difference on that homemade tartare sauce was like generous on the dill. I really enjoyed yeah, having like
0: you, you. I remember you commenting a, on the a, dill.
2: A good bit, of dill in that mm. um, tartare was.
0: I, I just love dill. Dill's good. Good. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not herb. Still, wouldn't be a game changer for me if it wasn't there. I just think like plenty of cornishons, yeah, like and fairly chunky. You want that chunky? Oh, on that bite, yeah. yeah.
2: They do it well. They do it well in the yeah. UK. But I
0: think it's the fish in the UK. It's uh, cod, cod, or it was until it got very expensive. Uh, a lot of places have changed to pollock. Pollock. That was it. I, almost I forgot. caught a pollock.
2: Did you in the Isle of Skye? Yeah, oh, I had right, my so rod <laughs> yeah. with me. And pollock, very good. I caught a pollock. Yeah, I think yeah.
0: some of the, some of the best uh, fish ships I have came from pollock. Love it um, So and it's thicker So therefore I think You can cook the batter more And keep the fish In case Yeah that's That's what I it think, is It's I like think,
2: the thickness Of the fish Versus yeah. thickness Of the batter Versus temperature Of the oil yeah. Like coefficient mm. We need to mm. get that right When we do our testing Yeah
0: Like some like, <laughs> like Hake is also good for that Hake Hake Very good fish and chip mm. Fish and chip shop Chip Fish Fish chop Chip chop Chip chop chip Fish
2: all right, we're going to leave it there, Simon, but um mm. let's um let's finish by sort of talking a little bit about what we're hoping to do with the podcast in, um in 2021 because we basically like Simon and I had a meeting about the podcast and we kind of decided Look, if we just keep doing it how we're doing it, which is just keep releasing episodes and not actually improving it. Like so what we're doing now is great and we love doing it, talking to these great chefs, talking to these great producers, sharing stories and both you and I really really enjoy it. Mm. Um but you and I both being ambitious people and wanting to do something quite special with this podcast. It's like bigger we have better. Yeah, we're like we're thinking about how we can make it bigger and better. So the idea of doing this video content is a part of that, is just to start releasing some video content to hopefully get people more engaged with the podcast. And then the second part is doing other types of video content as well. So um, we were talking about do- reviewing things like fish and chips I'm and bakeries keen to, and I'm pies keen to get and stuff some like that. On. I, like, so we might like, do a bit of reviewing, reviewing coming up as well. Yeah. Uh, and. Yeah, just 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 continuing the podcast. So there's going to be more information to come. But like, what we'd ideally like to get to is to start making a bit more cash out of this podcast, mm. so we can actually justify spending as much time as we want to yeah. doing this podcast. Because um, we really love doing it, and we hope the people out there love it as well. Like, we have feedback from people saying that they really like the podcast. Mm. So. Stay tuned for some info on that sort of stuff because if we can, if we can just scratch together a little bit of money so we can yeah. actually put the time into it that it deserves, so it, both of us having busy schedules, we've got yeah. a chef and a guy. Sponsors, products, advertising. And yeah, again, anyone out there, like if you've got anything you want us to discuss or if you want to come on the podcast yourself, just like hit us up via email or yeah. Instagram. If you, if you
0: want to come on and spruik what you're doing, spruik your product yeah Well, let us uh, send us something and we'll review it that's it honestly alright bigger and better so. things to
2: come for 2021 <laughs> yeah. that's your first Small Bites <laughs> episode of the year we've got lots of good ones coming out we're doing yeah. Danielle Alvarez next week and mm. we've got a few more things on the go as well so yeah, yeah. a good one Simon in the bank thanks for listening Hello, dear listeners, Steph here. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of The Food Fight. If you want to get in touch with us, it's at the Food Fight Podcast on Instagram or the food fight Podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you and we want to talk to you. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That really helps. If you want to hit me up, it's quicksandfood.com or at quicksandfood on Instagram. And if you want to get in touch with Simon, it's simon underscore evans underscore TBD on Instagram. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you again with another episode.